Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside the great Kevin Ray. and We've got great financial advice, guidance, and information coming up for you on today's show. If you're new to the program, Kevin is your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. Based right in Pinconning, you can find more information about Kevin, the team, listen to past episodes of the show, and much more at InsightFolios.com. We've got a great show on the way today because we're going to be talking about Bruce Springsteen and what he can teach us about retirement planning. That'll be fun. We're also going to talk about market reactions. You know, it's been pretty turbulent in the stock market the past 12 months. So how are people reacting? How should you react? How should those reactions lead to behavior? We're going to talk a little bit about that. So it almost sounds like a psychology uh, counseling session coming up on the show today. But we're going to dive into that a little bit on the show. And we've got some great listener questions we're going to carve out some time to get to as well today. So lots of good stuff coming up, Kevin. I hope you've been doing well. Been doing great, Walter. How about yourself? Yeah, doing great as well. And uh, we've got a big event happening next week, so we're all congratulating you for buy, stimulating the economy. Buy, buying a house, stimulating the house. economy. You yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. So just getting our home base set up for when you can come out and visit and we can go do some fly fishing. Well, that's you know that's all you had to say right there. I'll be on my way. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you, you got anything exciting coming up in, uh, in your world as we get ready to turn the page to February? I do. Um, um, Monday, I'm leaving. We're going down to South Carolina with Paul's office. Nice. So I'll be down there for a few days, and I uh, get recharged. And you know, we're going to do some planning for this year upcoming, and all kinds of fun stuff coming out of that event. And we'll pass that along later uh, in the year as it, as it comes to life. But yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. So I'm looking forward to getting out of Michigan for a few days down South Carolina. And it looks like it's going to be in the 60s, so I'll be happy. Yeah, a little, little bit different story down there. A little bit different, <laughs> yeah. It looks sunny, too, which we haven't seen much here. So Nice. Yeah. Well, you'll get, uh, get, get a little color on that skin and then come back and make everybody else around you jealous. Uh, I'll try. There you go. There you go. Well, good. Let's dive into things here, Kevin. By the way, if you have any questions as we go through the program today or if you want to get in touch with Kevin after the show, you can call 888 888- 885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. So Bruce Springsteen, are you a big Bruce fan, by the way? You know, I, I never have been. Yeah. For some reason, he just, it didn't, it didn't strike with me. Some of his songs, you know, were okay, but most yeah, of them. some good like catchy wins in there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he seemed like he was shouting a lot to me. So mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's one of those that, like, not offended by his music by any means. But no, I don't, no. I don't find myself going out of the way to really listen to a lot of, a lot of Bruce. But now, if I was going to put it on a playlist, I don't think. Sorry, Bruce, I don't think you'd make it. So yeah, well, too bad. Yep. Yep. Well, maybe he can still teach us something about retirement planning, though. Even though we're not big Bruce music fans, uh, so I've pulled out some of his most famous quotes and lyrics, and we're going to apply them to the world of financial planning. We've done this before, Kevin. I think Mark Twain has made this kind of appearance on the show before. Uh, we've we've taken famous uh, politicians and and other popular people from history. And, yeah, I, uh, I remember Fandom of the Opera quotes. That's right. That yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, those. That one yeah, was a yeah. while back. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, these are these are fun to dive into every once in a while. So here's the first one. Let's see what we can learn from Bruce. Uh, adult life is dealing with an enormous amount of questions that don't have answers. Hmm. I can see plenty of parallels popping up here. Well, there is a lot of questions that we're simply not going to have the answers to. So if we look at financial planning, you know, when people come to my office, Walter, they're full of questions. And the majority of the questions, you know, we can answer, you know, as we're going through the planning process, you know, is, is it possible to retire? You know, how much income are you going to have? Those types of things. But there are other questions that we simply don't have answers for. So I'll give you a couple examples. Now, will there be a long-term care event in my life? Walter, do you know anybody that's uh, had that had that issue? Got a, got a family member going through it right now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We all know somebody, so that's one of the unanswered questions. We don't know if that's going to happen to you or not, but that can you know put a pretty good dent into your planning if you don't plan for it correctly. How about your health? Do you know anybody's health is, has been um, in trouble here lately? Yep, in, in the past yeah. week, in fact, yeah. Yep. So all of those things are going to come forth. So in the planning world, you know, we can plan for certain things. And then, you know, some of the things are are tough to plan for like that. Another thing is how much money should you keep in the bank as a safety net? You know, it depends on who you talk to. I'm always on the side of at least one year because you never know what's going to happen. Like we just said, a long-term care event, your health goes like that. But on a more intimate level, there's some questions that just not going to you're not going to be able to ask. We can assess some risk. We can stress test your portfolio for things like that. See how you'd come out. And then if you don't come out on, on a good side, maybe we can do a little bit further planning to do that. But it all has to do with unanswered questions. And some of them we're not going to be able to answer until we get there. And then that's the point where you don't want to have to make an emotional decision. You want to put those in play well before you retire and say, what if this happens? And then we can stress test the portfolio and come up with some probably some pretty good planning techniques to deal with those unanswered questions. I love it. Yep, we're going to face a lot of those in the retirement planning process, but there are ways to handle them. That's the good news. All right, here's another good one from Bruce Springsteen. What can he teach us uh, from his years of pearls of wisdom and lyrics and his famous quotes? He once said, the release date is just one day, but the record is forever. Ooh, what's I the, like that what, one. Yeah, what's the parallel there? Well, the release date, what is that, Walter? Uh, that'd be the day of retirement, right? Day of retirement, okay. right? And this year, for whatever reason, you know, this is only January, but we have probably four or five people that's already been in the office, and June is the month for most of those people. They're Interesting. Good. This, that's, okay. That's their release date. So, I think I think date. my dad's even trying to pull that off. Actually, is he? Yeah, for him. Good I for think him. the same thing. Like mom, mom's Octoberish. I think he wants. To, he doesn't want to have to work through another summer because uh, he works outside. So he's like, no, I'm going to try and be done at the beginning of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Well, that release date will be something for him to be one joyous day, you know. But then we have what I call the second half of your life, right? Once you get released from work and you're going to go on to retirement, that's going to be your second half. And Walter, let me ask this about your dad. Maybe it helps some people. Sure. Does your dad have a purpose after retirement? What's he going to do? Oh, he does. He wants to volunteer a lot. Uh, He's wants to he wants to drive a bus or drive a van or do something where he's helping transport people. He loves to drive, and so he just wants to be able to like transport people around and take them to doctor's appointments and those kinds of things. So I think he that he wants to make that part of his life. 
And then I think he also wants to um, get back into painting a little bit more. He's a very, very good artist. And so um, he's kind of cooled off a little bit on how much art he's been doing the last couple of years. And I know that he'll uh, probably kick that back off in, in retirement and get back to creating stuff, which I'm looking forward to. Very nice. So when somebody comes to my office, I get answers just like you gave me. And if I don't get that answer, I'm, I'm a little nervous because you're going to retire and you know, you're not going to have a purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after that release date, you know, before you get to that release date, like these people have been coming into my office for probably about a year because they know June of this year is going to be their date that they're going to retire. So we've been planning uh, for well over a year to get them to that release date and then more importantly, get them through the end date. And that's what this is all about. You know, the release date's just one day, but the record, the record of your retirement is going to be forever. So have a purpose, sit down with your advisor, make sure you have all the planning in place, make sure you know your income's going to be produced. If you have legacy concerns, you have tax concerns, all of those things, just don't retire one day and then try to approach it the next day. Be prepared for you going to retirement. I got a, a follow-up question to that then, Kevin. So uh, I'll throw my mom under the bus here. Okay. Well, how would you react to her plan? What she wants to do is nothing. She said, I want a year, one year of no commitments, no committees, no, no need to get up early in the morning. I want to sleep in late and I want to just do nothing for an entire year, one full year. Then I'll have a plan and do something and, you know, figure out quote unquote purpose and, and things along those lines. See, that, that, that I don't have an issue because that's already a plan, right? We're going okay. to take time out for a year, which is well-deserved. But your mom's not going to do nothing. We all know that. Your mom will be busy. Yeah, she'll find something but, to do. For but, sure. but after that time, it'll give her time to relax, you know, recharge all those types of things. And I'm betting, you know, the little bit I know about your parents that your mom will be on board with your dad doing something or maybe her own oh, thing. Yeah. But she'll keep busy. I, f- I think she will uh, is going to like prioritize some physical health probably in that first year, too. I think that's part of it. Like, yeah. I want to be able to sleep in, be well rested, and then I can see her starting to do lots of walking and you know, making time for the things that she hasn't made time for during her working life and that sort of deal. So, so she made the commitment after one year. We'll then, then, yep. then I'll have you yep. know things to get involved with. So, yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, that's good. Yep. So she said, I don't, I don't want to do anything for twenty years. That would be the concern. Well, that's the thing. We had one <laughs> one person come in my office. And he did not want to retire. I mean, they kind of forced him out of the company. And he's been miserable ever since because he didn't have a purpose. You know, you have to have a purpose going into retirement. You have to have something to keep your mind, you know, busy. You have to have something physical, you know, keep your activities going. And he just is the only person in 32 years that really hates retirement. Don't do that. I mean, that's a sad story. And we're trying, you know, his kids are trying to get him involved in things. He just, he's just not happy right now. Very cool. All right. Um, well, I mean, that's not cool, but yeah, not cool. Yeah, c- cool to see just the differences in people's experiences and level of planning, that kind of stuff. More, yep. more what I meant. Very good. If you've got questions about what we're talking about, by the way, don't hesitate to reach out. Again, the number to reach Kevin is eight eight eight. 885-PLAN, 888-885-PLAN. He is your local financial coach based in Pinconning. Come by, say hello, have a conversation about your financial future, your goals, and how Kevin can help you. Uh, Here we go, another Bruce Springsteen quote. A good song takes on more meaning as the years pass by. Now, when you asked me that question, Walter, a song came to mind. Did one come to your mind? Let's see, a good song takes on more meaning as the years pass by. Yeah, I suppose a, a few songs could pop up that, that yeah. you might think about that one. Uh, for me, it's uh, Vienna. Billy Joel, Vienna. Vienna, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Mine was My Way by Frank and Elvis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, because he looks I back. I did it my, my way. There you go. Good thing you're a radio announcer <laughs> versus a singer. <laughs> That's why I didn't exactly belt that. Yes. Yeah. So I'm betting a lot of people out there listening to us did the same thing. But a good song takes on more meaning as the times pass. So we can correlate that to a good retirement plan. You know, in the first couple of years you're, you're in retirement, you know, you may have a couple of flaws here or there that you can iron out, and they're pretty easy to iron out. But when we're going, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the road, and all of a sudden you're 80, 90 years old, and you can look back and say, geez, you know, that retirement plan I put together, that income plan I put together, all the legacy needs were taken care of, all the planning needs, should I go to a long-term care? You know, the life insurance is in place, and, you know, we, we, we really button it down. And that's what we find out. You know, I have one one person, his name was Lee, and he's, he was with me. He just passed away recently, but he was with me about 30 years. And that's the, the exact conversation we had. So when I mentioned you, you were a kid, I didn't know if I should trust you or not because you were a kid. You didn't have a lot of experience. Mm. But looking back over these 30 years, he says, it's been a pure pleasure because not only have I been involved in his life, he's been involved in my life. And it was just a joy to visit him and his wife, uh, Lily, every single time that we got together and we sit down. So those, you know, that great song takes on more meaning. And for me, from an advisor standpoint, you know, I've had clients for 30 years and that that hits the, the point right there. We're not, you're not clients anymore, you're, we're family. I know about you, you know about me, you know about the trials and tribulations, the same on my end. And that's that, you know, good song takes on a lot more meaning after all the years that we've sat down and we planned. And we're not necessarily planning as hard as we used to, we just catch up and gather on, and maybe focus on a little bit more legacy at that point. I like that. That's a, that's a really good one. So, and uh, yeah, did, did it my way. The song is ringing yeah. in my head. As we, <laughs> You'll sing it the rest of the day. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and and now I've, I'm looking at the lyrics of Vienna again and, and thinking about that song too. So it's, uh, those are some good ones, I think. What is? Wonder what other songs might be in our listeners' minds as uh, maybe they ponder this as well. We, I'd love to hear that. If, if you are, uh, if a song popped in your head, what, what's a good song that takes on more meaning as the years pass by for you? Call us and, and let us know. 888-885-PLAN is the number. If you get the voicemail, just, just leave a quick one. Let us know what song was on your mind. It would be interesting to hear a few responses on that, Kevin. Maybe we can report back uh, on a yeah, future we'll show. Yeah, we'll report back. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 888-885-PLAN. Let us know what song is one that takes on more meaning as the years pass by to you. Leave us a little message there, 888-885-PLAN, or email Kevin, kevin at insightfolios.com, and uh, share your thoughts that way as well, kevin at insightfolios.com. All right, uh, last one. If you're good, you're always looking over your shoulder. Hmm. Hmm. Now, what is that one? Who's going to knock you off the top? I'm I'm assuming that's what Bruce means. I guess so, yeah. If you're good, recognize it, and and, but but be looking, playing defense still. Somebody's always approaching, right? So when we talk, we we correlate this to investing. We could, you know, we can look back at that simply. When you have a good year, like two years ago was a very good year, and then you're sailing through the year. Everything's going good. No matter what you pick, the market's doing very well, and you're happy. But then this correlation, look back over your shoulder. Then last year happened. Because when a, when a good year happens, typically we're going to have not such a good year the following year. So that's where the planning comes in, into place. So if you're always looking over your shoulder, that gets a little little stressful at work. So instead of looking over your shoulder all the time, sit down, put a plan together so that you know how your income is going to be 
coming through these good times, through these bad times, through these so-so times. And when you have that plan put in, to, in together, it's going to relieve a lot of that stress. It's going to relieve a lot of you looking over your shoulder because now all of a sudden you have an income plan that will weather all of those markets. So and that's what we do here at our office, and that's what I'm passionate about is putting that plan together to kind of get you away from looking over your shoulder, to kind of get you focused on your second half of your life like we talked about with the income is king now. We need income, so we're going we're gonna to take what, whatever investments are, are needed to fill your shortfall from the income standpoint, and then we're going to go forward. So sit down, you know, talk to your advisor, quit looking over your shoulder uh, so much, and then do that planning process because I promise you that at the end, when you're getting into retirement, that's going to be probably the one thing that's going to be your anchor. You can look back at that and you say, all right, we planned for this and then the market's down, but my income's still coming. So I'm not too worried and it's going to be a lot, a lot less stress and you're going to be a lot more happier in retirement. So don't procrastinate. Take that step. You know, pick up the phone. Give us a call if you have nobody. I'd be happy to sit down with you and go through that process with you. Again, that number to call to start the planning process and get in touch with Kevin Ray is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Talk a little bit about where you are right now financially, where you want to go in the future. Kevin will help fill in those gaps in your plan to make sure that you can get there successfully and with more confidence in your financial plan. The number to call once again is 888-885-PLAN. To go through a review with Kevin, it is complimentary. You can start that off with a phone call, maybe meeting over Zoom, or you can come into the office and hang out there in Pinconning and uh, enjoy a nice visit with Kevin while you're at it. 888-885-PLAN, again, the number to call. Take advantage of a complimentary review of where you stand right now and find out if you're a good fit to work together uh, to make sure that you are well taken care of in your retirement years. You've worked so hard, as Bruce said, to get to that one date that one uh, important date, but it's just one day. And then uh, the record is forever. The rest of your retirement is forever. And so we've got to make sure that you're well prepared to not only get to retirement, but all the way through it as well. And uh, Kevin has helped so many people over the decades do that right here in the Tri-City area. So one more time, pick up the phone, give them a call at 888-885-PLAN. All right, hey, there's more coming up on today's show. We're going to be answering some of your questions a little bit later on. We're going to talk about how to react to the volatility and the turbulence in the stock market. Lots of good nuggets coming up on today's show. Stay tuned. Physics encompasses the entire universe, from quantum particles to supernovas, from spinning electrons to spinning galaxies. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios based in Pinconning. Kevin has been serving the community for about three decades now, helping people get to and through retirement. He's also the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement. Speaking of navigating through retirement, Kevin, my goodness, the past 12 months have been extremely turbulent in the stock market, volatile, turbulent, however you want to describe it. Uh, anytime we have these ups and downs, this volatility like that, it's interesting to see how people cope with it all and cope with it very differently from person to person as well. I'm curious if we can walk through a couple of different emotions and mindsets that I'm sure we've seen on display over the past year. And if you can tell us a little bit about how you work with and through each of these maybe difficult uh, emotions or reactions that people have to times like what we've been going through. That sound good to you? Sure. All right, cool. You were talking in the uh, beginning of our show today about how you deal with di people's different approaches to 
picking that retirement date and what their plan in retirement is going to be like. I see this being very similar where a lot of people approach it a little bit differently. So a very common one, obviously, when the stock market goes down a humongous chunk like it did last year is going to be fear or panic. So mm-hmm. ha- how do the conversations look like with folks who experience that most heavily? Well, typically when somebody, are we talking about people coming to my office? Yeah, yeah. I would okay, say pe- okay. people that come into your office, if that's, I mean, we can broaden it out more if you'd like to, but uh, yeah, let's, I'm let's, thinking, think of people that you get to have like some decent conversations with yeah. and really dig into their situation. All right, let's start there. So you come into my office, I really haven't met you. And then recently, I would say in the last six, eight months, yeah, we've had some people come in that were fearing, you know, had fear and panicking. And what usually happens is somebody's all in. And maybe they're all in in a NASDAQ and they lost 25, 30% of their portfolio last year. So when they come in the office, we're going to start a conversation. You know, how did you pick that, number one? And if they don't have an answer, we'll dive a little bit deeper until, we, until we're going to come up with, why did you pick that? What made you pick that fund? Maybe it was an advisor. Maybe it was your brother. Maybe it was your, your neighbor. And we're going to go from there. And then we're going to set up a plan. And then the plan is going to say, all right, let's take as much fear or as much panic out of this process as we can. And how do we do that? Well, we're going to put some goals in mind. We're going to put income in mind. We're going to put a retirement plan down on paper so that when the next bump in the road comes like last year did, that you're not this fearful, you're not panicking near as much because you're understanding this is just this point in time. Walter, we talk about this all the time. People tend to focus on like just last year, for example, and they forgot about the last 20 years. But if we look at the last 20 years overall, they probably done just fine. But so we got to take the focus off, you know, the, the here and now, and we got to put the focus on long term, and we got to put the focus on planning for a proper retirement, proper income, so we can handle that fear and panic coming down the road. Mm, love it. That's fantastic. And I know it's just really difficult to deal with that when people are fearful because it's so hard to then get control of that again, those other emotions. The emotions run. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right. Uh, also, well, you've probably seen this a little bit. What about anger? Do people react with anger to a turbulent stock market sometimes? Well, yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sounded, sounded more obvious than I made it sound. Okay. Well, look, I'm thinking of somebody who came in a few weeks ago. Okay. And I can tell you, most uh, he had anger in two different um, areas here. Okay. The first area is because the market went down and he suffered you know, pretty, pretty heavily. And the second one's because the advisor never reached out to him. Mm. And, and kind of held his hand and coached him through it and you know, said, go, went back to the plan well, in this in this particular instance, he didn't have a plan. So he was just angry that he was put in this position without really realizing how he got there. And it was simple, you know, no contact with the advisor, no plan put in place, no understanding of how the investments were going to work. He didn't, he didn't have an understanding how much risk he was taking. And when we looked at it, he was heavily in the NASDAQ. So that's why he lost quite a bit. And he was angry because we started talking about diversification. How if you diversified that would have leveled that right out. We started talking, you know, other things. You can't time the market, those types of things. So we sit down again, we did that planning process. We showed him, I think, a much better way to level out, you know, the the ups and downs in the market and helping with the anger issues because rightfully so, you know, his, his advisor never reached out to him and he was mad at that advisor for good reason. So, you know, don't sit on the sidelines is what I'm, what I'm getting at. Don't, if you have questions, pick the phone up and call whoever you're working with and make sure that you're addressing those because a lot of times that will help you get through that and get on to the next year. Sometimes it's anger at a situation. Other times anger at a person, sometimes anger at ourselves, Kevin, 
that can yes. take on many forms. What about despondency or maybe numbness to what's happened? Oh, yeah. Some people, you know, a couple comes to mind. You know, this was back in 2008, so I'm going back a ways. After this time, they had this pile of uh, statements they never opened because they were just numb from everything that was going on. They didn't want to respond to it. They didn't want to know how bad it was. They were just, you know, just, I want to say the life was sucked right out of them at that time. Again, you can't go down that road. You have to, you know, you have to be uh, not in control, but you have to be involved in your own planning process. You have to understand those things. So when you're despondent, we get it. When you come in, you know, you, maybe you had to work another year or two to get to retirement. Maybe the Social Security, you know, wasn't as much as you're going to be. Maybe the pension they froze. All of those things come into play when we talk. But I would say 95% of the time when people come into our office like that and we put things down, we put it on paper, we put it in a plan, we can relieve that. So we're, when they walk out, normally they're going to have a smile and they feel much, much better. So don't let that you know, don't let that get to you. Take charge, get involved with your own retirement because it is your retirement. Only you can do it. So get involved, take the steps so you don't go down that road. Folks in that category tend to become the ostrich a little bit, don't they? Where they yes, stick that yes. head in the stick, sand. Stick that head in the stand. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. What about blissful ignorance? Blissful ignorance. This, I could see this one actually being a good thing it out is of sometimes. all these reactions, yep, right? Yep, yep. So when we're going through these various clients are coming in my head, and we're going to go back uh, a, a while here, back to, you know, um, a few years when the market was pretty turbulent. And then he's like, I don't care. You know, I'm in it for the long term. I'm not worried right now. When most people, on the other hand, would say, oh, no, you know, I got I to gotta change. I got to time the market. I got to do this. I got to do that. They were just like, no, I'm not worried about it. You know, there's, a, there's, a, there's going to be a tomorrow. I'm just going to let it go. In that case, it worked out for them because they didn't make any rational moves, didn't take out any emotional decisions. They kept... In their portfolio, they stuck to it, and when it came back, then they said, "All right, now we, you know, I don't want to I necessarily don't want to do that again. Let's. I think there's something better out there. I think there's something other than, you know, ignorance and blissful and those types of emotions. So they started sitting down. They started doing some planning also. That's great to hear. Now that one is great that people might be able to go through such a turbulent time with that blissful ignorance, but at the same time, we should step back a little bit, right, and be like, okay. You can be blissfully ignorant, but if you're a year away from retirement and you have a ton of risk in your portfolio, maybe that's not the time to be blissfully ignorant. No, it isn't. So, you know, it's it's typically, I'll say this, it's typically younger people, you know, because they got yeah. years to go and they're not, they're not worried about retirement. They're worried they got 10 years to go, 15 years to go, whatever it is. So the, you, you can be a little bit more blissfully ignorant at that particular age than you can exactly how you said it, Walter, as you're getting closer to retirement. Okay, very good. Last but not least, we've been talking about the different ways that people react to turbulent markets, and maybe we've described you so far. If not, perhaps this last one will capture you a little bit. What about folks that see opportunism in these kinds of situations? Well, right now, do you think there's you think that's available right now, Walter? Yeah, stocks are on a huge sale, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're Kmart Blue Light Special, a lot of mm-hmm. them, right? Yep. So a lot of people recognize that. Now, this is the thing that's different from when I started back in the '90s as being an advisor. In the '90s, it seemed like the everything we talked about the fear, the panic, the anger, despondency, all of that stuff was rampant back then when I first started getting in this. But now, over this time, the last 25, 30 years, people have become more aware that, hey, when the market goes down, there's going to be some opportunities out there. And I would say there's a good percentage of people who are on that track. And I can give you an example. During the pandemic, people 
couldn't wait to invest. I, it was the first time in all my years that, you know, hey, I need to take advantage of this. I missed 2008, I missed 2001, two and three, because I was fearful, I was panicful. And now they're turning, hey, there's some opportunities out there. And whatever education they're receiving to get that, to get that notion is serving them well because there are a lot of opportunities out there. You know, the NASDAQ has been up here the last couple of days. If we look last year, you know, it was terrible. So there's some good opportunities and some good companies and some good things. Even interest rates, Walter, right now, you know, you can you can get a CD at 4%, you can get an annuity at 5, 5.5%. There's some opportunity there too for lazy money. Money markets sometimes are are 3%. So if you got lazy lazy money out there earning nothing, you should be looking at those things because there's opportunities everywhere you look. All you have to do is take advantage of them and get involved and put that into your planning process. That's fantastic. Well, there you go. If you want to learn more about the planning process that Kevin takes his clients through, he's been doing this for about three decades in the Tri-City area, born and raised in Pinconning. That's where the office is still today. If you want to come in, have a conversation about your plan, here's what to do. Pick up the phone to give Kevin a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. If you've navigated some of these past ups and downs in the market without a guide, without somebody on your side to help walk you through these big questions and these big issues, well, let that be a great notice to get on the right track and get somebody on your side before the next turbulence hits in the future. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call to not only map out how you're going to react to the market, but put together an overall financial plan that's going to give you confidence and peace of mind in how to retire successfully uh, for both reaching that date and making it all the way through your retirement years. 888-885-PLAN is the number. One more time, call 888-885-7526. Hey, more to come on today's show. We're still going to find some time to answer your questions on the program as we open up the mailbag and a little bit more to get to as well. All that straight ahead right here on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Stay tuned. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on our show today. And uh, Kevin, this week's question is just a, a look back at the past 12 months of the past year. Pick something out of 2022, I suppose. Um, but give us a highlight from the year. What was something that you just was really exciting that happened to you in 2022? Well, you know, you know, it's going to come to my mind, Walter, because I'm going to fishing. Let's see. Yeah, I was going to say fishing or hunting fishing, related, fishing, I imagine. Yeah. And we were down in Arkansas. I'm, I'm going to guess it's not the main trip, as we got that the details nope, of that nope. uh, not-so-fun trip up there. The main trip wasn't a good trip, but but the Arkansas trip was because I caught the biggest brown trout I've ever caught. And I watched it come up and grab a fly, which is just exhilarating to me. And it was probably a 10-minute fight before I got him in the boat. Now, there's lots of things that happened to me. But when you ask that question, that's what came to mind because I've been chasing at least a 22-inch brown trout for years and years and years, and I finally caught one, and it was just, it was a fun, so much fun. Nice. We're going, we're going back in a couple of months. So we go there every year. But yeah, that was a, that was a, a big highlight for what happened. How about you? I love that. That's great. Um, you know, my, mine's probably pretty obvious. The uh, moving to Colorado, but kind of a big, uh, big highlight for us. First time yeah. we've ever moved out of state in our lives. And so that's been, uh, been a lot of fun. I mean, quite a journey. There's, there's been a lot of firsts uh, in the last 12 months. There's been a lot of um, exciting things that we've done, active things that we've done, mountains that we've hiked, new sports and activities we've picked up. But I guess all encompassing would just say that the move, you know, sort of what has uh, sparked a lot of that. So you have a lot of road time in these last 12 months, that's for sure. 
a lot of, lot of miles logged, that yes. is for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. So I <laughs> uh, got to hike uh, Mount Katahdin was pretty fun, hiking that up in Maine. Um, that was the biggest mountain that we've hiked yet, and it was on a ridiculous day when it was pouring down rain all day long, hiking that humongous uh, mountain. Fortunately, all that work, we didn't really get to see anything up at the top because it was so socked in with fog and, <laughs> and clouds and rain, but it was still a pretty epic experience. So, yeah, I would say those are definitely some things that made the list this year. So, very it, cool. was a good, it was a good year all around. There's lots of good memories, but that one just popped in my head. That's great. Yeah, I bet. And I got to catch my first fish fly fishing, too. I could even throw throw that in there. That was a lot of fun. There you go. Not a, not a 22 inch uh, brown trout by any means. But and it, it was relative. It was much smaller than the ones Connie caught that day. But <laughs> at least it was one. So there you go. So in other words, if you get stranded in the woods, Connie can Connie's you. doing the fishing. Yeah, you're, you're going to be a tough. Right? Yeah. She I'll, I'll make the fire. She can she can yeah. catch the fish. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's funny. We're the opposite. Lynette, she doesn't like to fish too much, but I love to fish. So, yep. there you go. Well, as long as uh, that, that's what makes it a good team. Right. And you can yep. get it all figured out from there. If you both were good at just the same stuff, then uh, you'd, you'd still be deficient in some areas. So. That's true. All right. uh, Simply Financial, that's getting to know Kevin Ray a little bit better. We're going to answer your questions to get to know you coming up on today's show. So stay tuned. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the, anyone, anyone. It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Well, before we run off for the week, we got a couple of listener questions. We carved out enough time to answer two or three of these this week instead of just the usual one. And so uh, if you'd like to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can always email kevin at insightfolios.com. Kevin at insightfolios.com. Of course, you can also always call or email Kevin and keep your questions private if you don't want to be featured on the show. Uh, This one comes to us from Russell. Russell says, it seems like I'm in a constant battle with my wife over our bank accounts. She likes to build up a lot of money in our savings and then never, ever take anything out of it. I keep trying to convince her that we don't need to keep money in the bank because that money needs to be working for us instead. What are your thoughts? Ooh, Russell, that's a very good question. What are we talking about here, Walter? What do we call that money? That sounds like an emergency fund. At emergency least the, fund. That's yep. the way Russell's wife is viewing those dollars. Yeah, yes. So there's two steps here, and I, I get both sides here. So yes, emergency fund is definitely needs to be put in place, and that needs to be put at the bank. Let me give you a couple of examples of what clients have come across the last couple of years. One client had to put a brand new roof on that was $25,000. Um, out of the blue, it started leaking. It caused some damage, so it was $25,000. Another one had a furnace and an air conditioning unit go out at pretty much at the same time. That was a little over $10,000. So those emergency funds that we have in there, you could go down and tap those emergency funds and not necessarily invade your investments and, and get you off track that way. But on the other hand, I think Russell said he had lots of money sitting in the bank. If you have lots of money sitting in the bank, then yes, some of it should be put to work because what will it do? Well, it'll do a couple of things. Number one, it'll probably grow faster than than the bank accounts are doing right now. And number two, it'll get you to retirement quicker. And then if we look at once you get to retirement, it'll produce income that you can use in retirement or necessarily you couldn't do it if it's sitting in the bank because of the low rates going on right now. So, Russell, I believe I'm on both sides here. I'm on your side because I think some of it needs to go to work, and I'm on your wife's side because you definitely need an emergency account. 
might be a very easy compromise here to yes. uh, to solve this one, Russell. So give Kevin a call if you want to talk a little bit further about that and maybe uh, take a full look at your situation there. 888-885-PLAN is that number if you want to talk one-on-one with Kevin uh, about your financial situation and your financial future. 888-885-PLAN. All right, Claire has our next question. Claire says, I got a letter from Social Security telling me that because of the income I earned last year, I'm going to have to pay back some of the Social Security benefit that I've already received. What in the world is this all about? A lot of people get caught in this trap. So if you retire, now we're talking full retirement age. So if you're born before 1960 and later, it's going to be 67 years old. And if you're born before that, it's going to be 66 and some odd months. So what she's running into is that, Claire, what you're running into is this income limit for the year 2023. And that income limit is $21,240. Now, if you're, if you're drawing Social Security and you're working and you're not full retirement age, if you're under full retirement age for the entire year, that is, they're going to deduct $1 from your benefits for every $2 you earn above that limit of $21,240. And that's what's happening to you. So in some cases, if you get up close to $30,000 income or above, you probably won't receive much of anything of your Social Security benefit. And that's where the planning process comes. I hope that you sit down and you talk to somebody before you pulled the trigger on pulling Social Security with the idea you're going to work. And those income limits are going to be put in place until the year that you um, retain full retirement age. Now, if you're full retirement age now in 2023, they're going to deduct $1 in benefits for every three year earn above. And this is for only when you reach full retirement age, $56,520. So it's a little bit more lenient that way. So make sure before you take Social Security, and if you're going to work, you sit down with somebody and you make sure it's not going to hurt you or you're not going to give some of that money back. Now, the good news is they do give it back to you in the form of a higher payment down the road, but you have to live long enough to make it a benefit. So make sure you check out your options before you go down that road and make an intelligent decision. Because remember, smart and smart financial decisions are going to impact the quality of your life. Very good and very helpful. Thank you, Kevin, for that guidance on Claire's question. Again, number to call if you have any questions for Kevin, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Have a one-on-one conversation about what's going on in your financial life. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message, and the sensational Stacy in Kevin's office or Kevin himself will be back in touch with you to chat. All right, Pam has our final question of the week, and Pam says, Hey, I'm 57, and I'd like to retire now. I'm also pretty certain that I have enough money saved to be able to do that. The problem is that all of my savings are in an IRA or the 401k at my current job. So do I just have to wait until 59 and a half to retire so that I don't have to pay penalties for withdrawing this money? Well, Pam, that's another good question. And we've had two people in our office recently with the same question that you have. And here's a skinny on that. So you said you're 57 years old and you have money in your 401k. So as long as you leave employment 55 and later, you can access that, that 401k without a penalty from the IRS. So that 10% penalty that you're, that you're alluding to. Now, the other thing that popped out of my mind that I heard is it says you're pretty certain. Don't be pretty certain. Be certain before you pull the trigger and go into retirement. We just talked about Claire who started drawing Social Security, and now she's having to give some back. We talked about other things during the show. Sit down, Pam. If you have nobody come in, we'll help you. Put the income plan together and be certain. Don't be pretty certain. 
be certain. And then if there are people out there that's listening and you're under the age of 55, there's other things you can do such as 72T calculations. So there's not a one size fits all. It's not a one answer for everybody. You can access funds that are in 401ks and then, you know, IRAs and stay within the limits of what the IRS allows you to do. You just have to know how to do it. So sit down, Pam, take some action, be certain, don't be pretty certain, figure out your income, figure out how it's going to come, figure out how you're going to take income from if you retire now from your 401k, those types of things, and get that going to get you to and through retirement. All right, another great question. Thank you, Pam. And here is that number to call one last time if you've got your own questions for Kevin, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Get on the right track to live out the retirement that you've dreamed about for all these years. Make sure that you are well prepared for uh, all of those wonderful years ahead. 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, thanks so much. Appreciate your help on the show today. This was great, and I hope you have a fantastic week and safe travels to you down to North and South Carolina, and uh, we'll look forward to chatting with you again uh, in just a little bit. Well, safe travels to you to the bank when you put your name on the dotted line. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, you're exactly right. (laughs) Yes. Thank you very much. We appreciate it, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend and week ahead, and we'll talk to you next time right back here on Simply Financial with Kevin Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.